Hey everyone, welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry. As we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager, your two hosts along this journey are myself, Garrett Wong, and my co-host, Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast by signing up to become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. Robbie. Hey buddy, how are you? I'm okay, man. Good. Yeah. Good. You've got your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays hat on. Hat on. I got my got Tom, Tom and Harry Delta Flyers rocket shirt nice. on. What's nice. what T-shirt are you wearing underneath there? This is uh, just a plain Deus Ex Machina plain. Oh, okay. Plain so, shirt. It's a motorcycle. A... Deus Ex Machina is the uh, the motorcycle company. Yeah, it started in Australia. They're a phenomenal kind of motorcycle lifestyle company and yeah, build original bikes. I love the company. Anyway, yeah, they make a great quality T-shirt that's just plain. Right. That I have, and then I have my Georgia Bulldogs hat on. I see that, and you've got just a flannel a simple, shirt simple on top G. of that. Mm-hmm. I got my Canadian flannel shirt. Yeah. Yes, my lumberjack shirt on in honor of your Toronto Blue Jays. So we both have a little Canada. We do have a little Canada, but you don't have any Delta Flyers on right now. I don't right now. I I don't know. Maybe I have to. I'm going to have to go to the shop. I'm going to have to do some shopping. (laughs) I need to go to the website. Yeah. The Delta Delta Flyers. Flyers. Dot org. org. Check out all the T-shirts and hats and mugs and cool stuff. Yeah. You might have to go to the site yourself to get more clothes. Yes, and get get uh, kitted out. We've we've hit a run of some interesting stuff this season. Season four is, has been really uh, exciting. So. We really have. We've had some awesome guest stars, and we've had some episodes that neither of us have, have remembered anything about. No. And then we we actually watched it and thought, oh, that happened. My goodness. So, yeah, yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. And traditionally, yeah. in the Star Trek world... It's usually season four that everything starts clicking, um, whether it's TNG or DS9 or Voyager. I think it's the same. It's the fourth season that's the magical season where everyone gets used to each other and techno babble and green screen, blue screen, whatever. It's it's now where you see the magic. Yep. Of Star that's Trek. Right. Yeah, that's right. All right. This week's episode, Demon. I am very excited to go watch very this Very provocative episode. title. It's, very, it's a great title. And Sounds like it should be a Halloween episode. It should be. Yeah. But it's not Halloween. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Demon. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go watch this episode. And for all of our Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. Hey, y'all. We are back from watching demon yes we are demon um yeah wow Mm. wow yeah i can't believe i didn't remember any of that i know it's you know it's okay i'm not i'm not gonna hold it there were moments that came back to me but i gotta be honest and i was right we were in the you and i were in the caves with the suits on we were in the caves we were in in and yes. out of the caves. So you were you were right about that. We were in and out of the caves. I do remember being in the caves with you and around the caves doing some stuff with the suit on. Yeah. But I didn't remember the story. And the only other thing that I really remember was that one moment where I sort of begged Janeway for my life as the fake Paris. That was the only other thing oh, as I watched it wow. that came back. Okay. Oh, okay. and the other thing I remembered yeah. as I watched it was that first scene of you and I heading down the hallway for the away team mission where we're oh, bantering walk back and, and talk. Forth. Yeah. The corridor. Uh, scene. I remember looping that entire scene and I remember going, yeah. Oh my God, we got to loop every line. 
yeah. like why yeah and then i'm listening I, i'm watching it it the looping just took all the fun out of it no i i gotta be honest with you that we loop so much that it i think it took away yeah from the true the- essence of this because i believe and you're gonna you probably will believe me uh, you'll probably agree with me on this in that the first take, the take on set, it's the best you can do, you know, pretty much. And then you come back four weeks yeah. later to, to, to lay down voiceover, to loop a bunch of lines, which are maybe possibly uh, compromised, or they just end up saying, just let them loop everything. It just, it's not the same. No, it's not, it's the, not same. the same. Especially in the bantery stuff and the kind of teasing yeah. each other. And like, we need to be there with each other. And when you loop, you're alone. You're by yourself in a, in a recording studio watching a movie. Yeah. So there's none of that chemistry. So yeah, that first scene down the hall and then they added footsteps in. So I'm like, if it was footsteps or something that you were trying to cover, why, why not just leave in the stuff that was really used? Exactly. Do you think those audio files are there? The original audio files are still somewhere. Probably not. Probably not. I bet you if they released those, that would be a popular thing with the fans. They'd be like, this It'd is the nice original audio. The this is how audio. they actually yeah. recorded it. Yeah. yeah. This is how they were on the day of filming, not yeah. weeks later when they're yep. not even in the same mode or mood, you know, and, you, mm-hmm. and then you have to remember like, wait, what is this about? Like, and you're mm-hmm. trying to get the same level of acting, the same level of being present in the moment. It's not there. It's like a sequel of a movie. It's never as good as the original. So Mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's a subpar um, audio or voiceover performance Mm -hmm. that come Mm -hmm. way later. So yeah. Yeah. And and you're right. When you, when you said that you were shocked that we had to loop every single line of that corridor that happened, not just once, but a lot, because we would walk in and, and you remember this, Robbie, they'd say, Oh yeah, Robbie, or, Oh, Hey Garrett. Yeah, there's, that's four hours of lines, four hours with a looping. I yeah. mean, it was oh, never yeah. like into the loop. We'd never go in to loop two lines and leave. It was always mm-hmm. hours upon hours sitting there mm-hmm. regurgitating these lines as best we could to match the day of filming. So yeah, yeah. too much, too much. Yeah, I agree. Um, great story though. Great sci-fi story yeah. by Andre yeah. Bormanis. He, he got it sold. They, they purchased it. Andre, of course, is our science consultant teleplay by ken biller directed by one of our faves anson williams ponzi mm-hmm. from happy days and <laughs> uh the only guest star of note is alexander emberg who is jerry taylor's son and yep. plays vorick so we don't really need to go to his back into his back yeah we've talked about alex, talked about alex already. it was great to see him again yeah, it's good to see him again that was really uh awesome for sure yeah all right, let's start with our poetry synopsis. Let's do. And let's do. Here's the haiku for demon need deuterium. Demon planet has a bunch. Duplicates survive. Whoa. Whoa, you nailed it. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, you nailed it. Oh, I tried my best. I tried. Demon but, you know. planet has a bunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. It's it was good. either that or has a lot. Has a lot or no, has a, I like bunch. a bunch. Bunch is kind of fun. Yeah. Bunch is much funnier than yes. lots. Yes. <laughs> right. okay. Uh, okay. Here's our limerick poetry synopsis of Demon. I can't wait. Harry volunteers Tom after Tom volunteered Harry. When they go to the planet, things become quite scary. Tom and Harry times two. The crew grows by quite a few. And the duplicates are left just standing on the demon prairie. 
Oh, ooh, bravo. Yeah, you prairie at the end? Look prairie, at well, that. Harry, scary. Harry, scary prairie. Look at that. Yeah. Man, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was rooting, tooting good. I like that. <laughs> it was rooting, tooting good, yeah. wasn't it? Okay. No, thank you. Thank okay, you. Doki. Let's start it off. Where are we? We're in Corridor. Well, we see the corridors, and then we see Sick Bay, and then we see Engineering. And power is cut to decks four through mm -hmm. nine. We're in gray mode. Although I just want to quickly mention, when you see engineering, you see Balana and you see Vorik, right? And they're yeah, walking and along, you know, when the warp core shuts down or the power shuts down engineering, Balana kind of reacts like she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, wait a minute. She goes over to the console and starts fidgeting around. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is like a ship-wide order. Everyone knows we're doing this. I thought our ship was losing power. Like we were right. literally surprised it, by, that's yes. how it feels at first. And then when you yes. go to the bridge, you realize that the captain has asked for, you know, we're running out of deuterium. Deuterium's yes. low. Paris says we're going to be out of gas in a week. Like everybody's aware of this. So you're right. right. It was a little confusing a that little first confusing you know roxanne's scenes might have been shot later like after the fact they may not have shot them because she might have still been at home that's you true. know just having a baby and that's so they true. may have come back and shot them later on second unit a, maybe a second unit or something yeah. and yeah. maybe they you know i don't even know if uh if anson williams sometimes the directors don't shoot the second unit it might be dan right. curry or yes. somebody else directing it so that could have been part of the problem there. That might have been yeah. part of it. Is I think you called it. I think you called yeah. it. Yeah. So gray mode. Harry we, says we're in gray mode. I've, have we ever been in gray mode? I don't before? think so. This no. is the first time that I'm aware of. I never, no. I wrote, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So this is mm -hmm. the equivalent of on your iPhone, low power mode when you're, yep. when you're really down to the last, last little bits of energy. So mm -hmm. um, all non-essential systems offline. Uh, you name it, everything's being shut down. Everything's running at 20% capacity. Mm -hmm. We really need deuterium. Janeway says, you know what? She comes up to Harry Station and says, Harry, you and I are going to go to geophysics and we're going to try to help synthesize a substitute fuel. Like this is like some easy process. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to come up with some a fake brand fuel. new deuterium. Brand new <laughs> yeah, no one's ever tried that before. <laughs> brand new deuterium is what uh -huh. we need. She also says when she's on the bridge there, she turns back to the bridge in a close up. She kind of turns and she says, Anybody got any good ideas? Yeah. And then as, as she finishes that line, she sort of looks off camera and she does this sort of like squint. And I had to go back and look at it again. I'm like, what is, what she, is she doing there? What's she looking at? I bet Tim or Robert were goofing off off camera when she was <laughs> when she was doing her close up. Yeah. You know, anybody got any good ideas? Yeah. And and who knows what Tim yeah. or Robert did right. off camera, but right. you see a like a surprise sort of, oh my God, look. Right. That over sounds... towards them, not towards Paris, who has oh, the next yeah. line. Right. Where he talks, he suggests maybe we should set up a bicycle yeah. in the mess hall. We can take yeah. turns pedaling and yeah. offers up Harry. And yeah. I volunteer Harry to be the first one to take a ride. You just uh, offer me up like a sacrificial lamb. It's just, well, just this take is, Harry. It taking a shot at your buddy what? leads yeah. to leads to all of this trouble. If I just I, kept I, my I... mouth shut and not been such a smart ass. I don't think any of this would have been. That's how uh, it started. 
Well, that's, that is I, how it started. It's it how it the, started. That's right. Paris taking the, a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Paris took a shot, Harry felt like, well, I'm, if he's going to volunteer me, I'm going to volunteer him. So it became this buddy one-upmanship. Back and forth. Happened. And yeah. that's what led to this whole problem. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't yeah. take shots at your buddies. Yes. All right. Okay. It'll take us into the next scene. We're in the corridor yeah, so now. We're in the corridor. Tuvok is evacuating the crew from their private quarters to try to save energy to shut down life support systems in those private quarters. Yeah. And he runs around a corner. He's telling the crew only essentials. And then he bumps into Neelix. <laughs> I love, I don't know if it was an uh, ad lib or whatever, but, but Ethan Phillips goes, Oh, Oh my, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that as he falls down. I just, you like, there you go. whatever he said, that sounded like an ad lib. It didn't sound like it, it sounded was like an ad lib. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, there you are or something. Yeah. I forget what he did, but it was yeah. funny. It made me it laugh. Was. Anyway, he uh, he's getting up and Tuvok's like, what is all of this? He's got his hands full of stuff. Yes. After he's just said only essentials. Right. And uh, the first thing he deals with is this oddly shaped book, like an old book, but it's sort of in a a, puzzle piece. Trapezoidal shape. Yeah. 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 And Neelix says, well, this is the selected works of Jirex, who I guess was the greatest Talaxian writer. Yeah. And he loves to read a parable every night before he goes to sleep. Yes. Which I thought was adorable. So you wrote Jirex. You heard Jirex with a J. I heard Cheerex, like Cheerios, the cereal. Jirex. Yeah, Cheerex. But maybe you're right. I, 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 don't, I know. don't know. Half the time that we hear a name of any type of alien, somebody, it's so hard to make out. It's what hard to make out. Yeah. yeah, the phonetics of it mm-hmm. all. Okay. Okay. That's the greatest Talaxian. We should know. <laughs> because he's know this the guy. greatest Talaxian writer of all time. And then he's also got pillows with him. Yeah. So he gets neck, neck pains if he doesn't have his pillows. Right. And then he's got a blanket at the end and Tuvox keeps taking these items. And then yeah. he's like, I draw the line at this blanket. He draws the line. He's like, my mom knitted me this blanket when I was a kid and I've slept with it every night of my life. Right. Which is adorable. It's adorable, but you know, I I know what you wished he would have had. You wished he would have had the that coat. really cool jacket with him and yes. said, "Yeah, this is what I sleep in, not in the blanket knitted by my mommy, but I this know. jacket is what I slept in." Yeah, but the funny thing is, cool. yes, Tuvok is is kind of you know uh, fencing verbally fencing with him, saying, "Oh, the pillows? Well, you need an anti-inflammatory from the doctor." And then, and then the blankets he's saying are itchy. And then he goes, "Oh, let me guess, you want me to go get an anti-itch cream?" So he's really fighting him tooth and nail. And finally, yes. you know, he gets the idea. Oh, I have an he idea. He goes sick bay. Good sick idea. Bay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We know what he's going to do. He's going to go do. We got into sense. Do. He's going to go try to sleep in sick bay where he can have his pillows and his blankets and. <laughs> Be comfy. Yeah. But before we follow that story, we go to Astrometrics and uh, yeah. Seven's working away and Chakotay enters. Very cool kind of high angle shot, which we don't normally see True. in there. I thought it yeah. was cool. I agree. Um, he says, why are you even still working? The order, yeah. You know, captain's ordered to shut down all power. And I noticed in this big high wide shot that why is Chakotay standing inches away? <laughs> it's, it's more close acting on Star Trek Voyager <laughs> where people stand way too close to each other <laughs> the whole room and he's like up against seven yeah was, uh, it's it's really close you're right close and, close standing yeah and astrometrics is considered non-essentials so he says mm-hmm. you know this this should be shut down mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you hear a little uh little notifications symbol or sound and seven mm-hmm. walks over to the console and she's like well with the astrometrics turned off we wouldn't have found this 0.4 light years away 
There is a planet that has deuterium, but unfortunately, it is a demon class planet or a Y class planet mm -hmm. where the surface temperature is more than 500 degrees Kelvin. The atmosphere is toxic, filled with thermionic radiation and gases. It's just, you know, it's not a place that humans can really. Well, Chakotay even says in this scene, because Seven's like, what are you talking about? So he has to explain what it is. And he even says, a demon class planet is so toxic that just entering orbit is suicide. Yeah. And she goes, but we're desperate, so we need to go get this deuterium. Yeah. yeah. But I just got to say, if just entering orbit is suicide, why did Tom and Harry go down in a shuttle? Why did they land the entire Voyager ship? Why, 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 why? Because they needed it. Yeah, just but like, orbit is suicide. Like, yeah. I don't know. You're right. I, I wish he hadn't said that. I wish yeah, he, he should have said that. He should have said entering orbit is highly, um, highly dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. The the yes. Yeah. We're, we're inviting uh, the, the level of danger is too high or something like it that. It felt like an extreme statement for where we're going in this story. It did. But we are desperate. We yeah. go to a ship shot next with a Janeway's log over. And she says she's ordered adaptations to the Voyager shielding to repel this radiation. And they're going to try and transport some of this deuterium from deep beneath the planet's surface. So right. we, we know that they're, they're headed there. Yeah. And then we go to the transporter room. And uh, Seven's got a little chamber on the transporter pad. She's ready yeah. to go. And you think it's Harry up there, but no, that is not Harry. That no. is John Tampoya. John Tampoya. Yes. Who we learn his character name I know, later on is I know. Nazawa. Unbelievable. I have a whole video reaction on this. Oh, that's the, uh, funny. Yeah, material. he's got yeah. a... He's got a name, Nazawa. I, I always remember name. Nazawa being a female. There was an well, Asian female background character that I thought for sure her name was Nazawa. So that's why I'm a little confused. I'm like, what? well, Janeway or whoever yeah. refers to Chicote. Nazawa later yeah. on. Chicote yeah. talks yeah. about them later on. But yeah. here we're trying, we're about to, you know, uh, try and transport some of this uh, deuterium and mm. the transport starts. And by the way, we cut to the bridge and Janeway's like, this is dangerous just being in orbit because the thing is shaking the radiation is hitting the ship yeah. we got to do this fast we cut to back to the transporter room mm -hmm. they start the transport uh, a panel explodes behind nazawa behind yes. john tampoya <laughs> yeah there's an overload in the pattern buffers is what it is uh, but there's an explosion and then we see the containment chamber start to fill up mm -hmm. and then it explodes a big explosion and seven barely makes it out in time she grabs John Tampoya, a.k.a. Ensign Nozawa, and uh, runs out into the hall, and the explosion blows up outside, and they have to put a containment barrier around yes. the entire transporter room. But Seven and John Tampoya, a.k.a. Ensign Nozawa, are fine. Did you feel like Seven was a little gruff with John Tampoya? She helps him out and she just drops him like a sack she of potatoes does. right outside she the did. door. She just Poor she's John like, Tempoya. here, you're fine now. I'm not going to care anymore. And she yeah. just doesn't even, she doesn't even turn back to him again. So okay. yeah, she's, she has no feelings. She's Poor not John. sentimental. She's so cold. I know. We go to the briefing room and Chicote does tell us seven and Nazawa are okay. Yes. They're they right. healing, healing in sick bay and that mm. the transporter room has been cleared. Yeah. And it's safe, but it's not working. We can't yeah. transport anything. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Janeway says, well, I guess that's it. Let's just get back on our course, stay in gray mode and let's see if we can find more deuterium. And Harry says, well, wait a minute. I'm going to suggest taking a shuttle with modifications 
down to the surface mm-hmm. and I'm going, and Janeway is like, well, okay, but if you do this, you know, and Tuvok mm-hmm. says something to, 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 to Harry about, well, you do know what a demon class planet it is. And Harry's like, yeah, I know. Okay, Tuvok, I know about uh-huh. demon class planets. And Janeway says, well, if you, if we, if I approve this, I am not going to let you go alone. And Harry says, well, that's why I volunteer my good friend, Tommy. And the look you on turn, your face was and you the turn around best. And you hit, you hit you. me on the chest, which yes. is what I used to do to you to me. all the time yes. in real life. Yes. So I started I did. going, hey, buddy. And I, I, I yeah. bonk you on the chest. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah. ow. Yes. Why yes. are you hitting me? Yes. Robbie used you to did. bonk me on the chest. So I bonked Robbie in real life, on the show, as mm-hmm. he did in real life. So I gave you... And you, oh, your reaction was perfect. It, it, you look, you're shocked and your mouth opens and it drops, your chin drops. And I, I, that was one of the best, funniest scenes from you. It was funny. Without it even saying a thing. Funny. There was nonverbal, but just that reaction was the best. I love that scene. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Harry's standing up. He's, yeah. uh, yeah. he's stepping up and, uh, yeah pitching his ideas and volunteering. And so we cut to the hall and this is yep. the loop scene that we were talking about. This is about. the loop the scene. Whole, whole long loop scene. It's a great uh, scene though. It's great, great dialogue. Scene. I just wish we had used the original because I Agreed. feel like the spark was taken out of it. Yeah, but, agreed. But Paris asked, is, you know, Harry, are you bucking for a promotion? Um, yeah. And and I definitely felt like Harry had a chip on his shoulder a bit. Like mm. I had to prove myself here. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a little bit of a you, chip standing yeah, you, up for himself. You were surprised at how assertive Harry was, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you even mentioned that you even put Tuvok in his place, which was great. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. And just the whole banter back and forth. Just you, I mean, up until this point, Harry and Tom have had banter, but I feel like this episode was the most banter or bonding, oh, yeah. the most bonding banter uh, for Tom and Harry so far in the entire series. Yeah, it was, it was the most character dialogue, yes. not plot dialogue, but it yes. was about character, Finally. about relationship, and Finally. it was really good, yeah. yeah. We get inside the turbo lift, and Harry yeah. really kind of opens up here, and he says, you yeah. know, a lot has happened, and he's experienced a lot of things, mm-hmm. and he wants to take initiative, voice his own ideas, mm-hmm. and uh, I love Tom's line in there part of the banter tom says hey do me a favor next time you try to assert yourself harry leave me, leave out, me of it. out of it i hate hot weather <laughs> yeah that's good line yeah. that actually happens as we're exiting the turbo lift mm-hmm. after harry waxes poetic about the past four years harry said huh, my sense of humor what about that stupid gag about the bicycle which I, I i was like wait a minute i i was so excited to hear that line because hearing the bicycle thing in the beginning scene in the bridge i thought oh that's such a goofy joke kind of a dad joke you know and then the writers actually you know they address it and harry gets to say what about that stupid gag about the bicycle and tom is like oh i thought it was funny and and again more cool banter between tom and harry yeah and now they're in the shuttle and the Mm -hmm. banter continues it doesn't stop which is great you know Mm -hmm. more stuff more bonding I also like the fact that we were sweating, like the, the playing the heat of the uh, the M class planet, the demon planet, yeah. as we enter the atmosphere. It's right. obviously super hot. Yeah, yeah. And they had it was like sweating, like rolling down our faces. And yeah. I I remember when they used to do this to us. I remember Tina, my makeup artist, would always come over with an Evian, and she'd yeah, be yeah. like, "Hey, ready? Are we rolling?" She'd wait for rolling. And then she'd spray it on because it evaporates. You yes, know? So very quickly. You have to spray it on right at the last <laughs> right second. Right before. And yeah. it's, it's like tickly, that stuff. Like yeah. you spray, it's the misting, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The and then she missed it, and then she'd take a little tissue or something and like dab, like have to make the sweat just perfect, <laughs> right? Right as they're rolling. I, I just had flashbacks to yeah. that in the in the uh, in the scene. Oh yeah, and but the so banter was great. Yeah, the banter's really good, and and then you know Tom gets the last laugh because as he lands the shuttle, he says uh, about the land on my mark, and then we hit hard. We hit and hard. Then he says mark, mark. <laughs> And I said, you did that on purpose, didn't you? So it was really another wonderful Tom and Harry scene. Yeah, so, Ken yeah. Biller did a nice job of the kind of bro scorekeeping banter, you know, that yeah. goes back and forth. Between yeah, guys. he it did. Was, he really did. did a nice yeah, good job mm-hmm. by Ken. So now we're on the planet's surface mm-hmm. and we are in the caves. I wrote, yes, there we are. We're yeah. kind of going through the caves. And the banter I, continues. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, by the way, I love that backdrop, the red sort of yeah. planet sky. Yeah. I remembered when we were filming on that set that I just thought it looked really cool. It yes. looked like a big sci-fi show with that, whatever they rented, the backdrop of the mm-hmm. sky and the yeah. color of it. Yeah. And it was just a nice adaptation of our cave set. I think we do say that it's 500 degrees Kelvin right on the surface which i'm like you're wow, concerned about yeah because i'm like mm-hmm. don't worry these environmental suits they can handle it and you're like well if they don't we're going to be human barbecue right and mm-hmm. then you have that wonderful line i said well, let's go ahead let's go this way and you're like no sweat and then i let's say move no yeah. sweat and i go lame and come on this is the most conversational and and also slangy that we've yeah. ever been yeah. like to say lame you know, lame is not yeah, something you typically hear. Still, no, no. no. Uh-uh. So to, to for Ken Biller to get this dialogue in there was fabulous, and was I'm good. just so excited to see that. And speaking of the backdrop, how you enjoyed the, the how how amazing it looked. That's why I chose this red background here too. So oh, nice. That? That's, that's why this redness is yeah. It's kind of the yes. M class planet for those nice. of you who are able to view this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's why I chose the Voyager <laughs> is approaching the red background. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. You are flying towards it, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We come across a that silvery pool of liquid, just like I said. What I don't remember is what happened next. I, I thought I just touched it, but uh, Harry says to Tom, "Hey." Um, check on the other pool. There's another pool very close by. You go check on that one. Mm-hmm. I'll work on getting a sample from this one. So as you walk away, the banter continues. Your lines I wrote down are, yeah, a couple of lounge chairs, a big beach umbrella, dermaplast to counteract the chemical burns. I think we found a new vacation spot. And then you're like, Harry, Harry, and no response. Paris goes back to the pool of liquid where he left Harry and realizes Harry's gone. Then he looks down, there's some bubbling, some bubbling action on the surface of the liquid. And he realizes, oh no, he's inside. He's the inside. Yes. So let's pause. I want to pause right there for a second. So yeah. when we first come upon this pool of liquid, yeah. I love the set. I love the backdrop. I yes. love the way they adapted it. Yeah. But I have to say the edge of this pool of liquid looked like a set. It just looked like, oh. like they had saw, saw, they had sawed, sawed. not yeah. sawn. Sawn is not a word. I don't think. They had sawed some wood and like cut it together. It just didn't look organic. It looked very structural in the way a set looks. Yeah. Now, it, it first sort of grabbed my attention when we saw this pool and it looked like a set. And then when I come back and I look down at the bubbles, mm. I do know I did a little research about this, this liquid and stuff. Oh, you did? Good. Yes. So when they have the tight shot of the bubbles, 
that's a different set. That's not oh. the, they did that on an insert day second separate unit. from hmm. and if you look at the way the the edge of that pool looks in the wide shot when you and I are standing there, and mm-hmm. then the insert of when I sort of reach in and grab you and pull me out. It's yeah. different sets. And the insert set was much better. It didn't have those sharp hard oh, edges. It actually wow. looked a little more organic and it doesn't match. So it's it's close, but it doesn't match the wide shot. And the other thing wow. I found out is you and I did not do that insert today. This was doubles inside of our suits. Oh. And there was no metallic liquid because it would ruin the suit. So wow, they had to shoot kind of separate elements of someone in a hole coming out of a dry hole. And then they had to put something in to get the liquid. And then they did vis effects. It was a much more complicated thing. And no one was ever wet is the point. No one wow. ever got into any kind of goo. That was all done with VizFX. Well, thank you. But the, for but that the matching of that little pool, to me, I like the insert version better than the one that you and I were standing next to. It just, it looked better. Wait, look um, at that. I've learned a lot of new things from yeah. your research there. Yeah, I had no clue that that was two different uh, sets at all, but now I know. Thank you. Yeah. And by uh, the way, the set that we were standing on is basically ground level. Like yeah. it might've been, you know, six, eight inches off the ground, but that Correct. pool that we stood next to was not deep enough for you to get into. No. So they had to build an elevated set piece right. that they could actually have a double come out of. Out of, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, so now when you're pulling me out <laughs> and then the my suit gets compromised, this is the story that I have told at conventions. Oh, they really, billion, the writers really talk about like getting in shape. They do, and- but this is not how I remembered it. The lines are completely different. And, they, and herein lies the fallacy of memory once again, that we've talked mm-hmm. about this in the past. Every, every time I've told this story on a convention stage, I've always said, my suit gets compromised and I'm losing life support. So Tom says, let me get you back to the shuttle. And Uh as this happening, your suit gets compromised. And so we're both struggling. And all I remember say, all I remember from this episode was you say something to the effect, like, um, um, if we make it back to the shuttle alive, promise me one thing, Harry. And I'm like, what's that? And then I say, and then Tom says, promise me you'll work out so this is my memory of how it is but the actual lines are no no the actual lines tom goes after he puts harry on his shoulder tom says have you put on have you put on weight and then harry answers you're just out of shape so i say to you you're just out of shape right and then tom says i'll make you a deal you hold your breath till we get back to the shuttle and i promise i'll start exercising every day and then harry says maybe you should start with the bicycle which is the you know, a, mm-hmm. a reference to the bicycle that you mentioned on the bridge. And Tom right. says, I thought I told you to hold your breath. That's when Harry is passed out on the ground. And then a little, a few more moments later, Tom kind of gets to the ground Tom and starts- says, you're right. I definitely need to get back in shape. So it was a razz on you and myself. Yeah, it was and a razz gonna, on both of us. Yes, and it went on yes, for a while, like getting in it shape. It did, in shape. yes. But my goodness, I mean, to have this in the script and for us to be put on notice, uh, we got the girdles in our trailer at the time. And, and, we, <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know, Robbie, I put it on a couple of days, but it was so restrictive that I said, screw it. I threw it. I didn't put it on. And every time camera was on, I sucked in my belly. Every time I just I was like, I'm going to suck it in. I'm not even going to use the girdle. So that's what I did um, in season four. I love the girdle. I'll take but the girdle I- at any time. <laughs> 
I'm but I did go to the gym. It. I went to the gym like crazy I, and I we, was just, you know, doing like cardio. I, did you go yeah. to the gym? Yes. Yeah, I went okay. on and off, you know, All right. I was up and down on the show for sure. Yeah. You know, it was uh, a constant struggle and depending on where I was at, yeah. I, I definitely, um, got into cycling, spinning classes and cycling. And I was training with a cycling. I, I can't remember what season. I feel like it was later. It was like season five, six, or even yeah. seven. Yeah. Cause I remember after, uh, in terms of fitness and things like that, after Voyager finished and I was directing a lot back in North Carolina, I used to crate up my bicycle and I take it out there with me. And I do a lot of cycling out in North Carolina. I, I take what? my bike. Oh yeah. Jeez. So I definitely got obsessed with cycling and okay. I was on and off of cycling for years. Still yeah. am. I love yeah. the mountain bike. Yeah. When I was producing Chuck, I started a mountain biking group with some of our crew. And well, um, you told me, do you remember you told me this? You said, yeah, sometimes I bike from, uh, from my house to, uh, to, to Warner, Warner brothers. brothers. Yeah. I said, excuse me. Oh yeah. It was a long ride. Shocked. Yeah. And I used to keep a bike for uh, on and off in my office at Warner yeah. brothers and Chris Della Pena who was our first AD on the show. Yeah, Chris. He was a tri big triathlon. Chris oh. and I would go ride at lunch. This script was the reason why I went to the gym. Oh, uh, reading funny. this script, and I said, no, this is, you're not going to make any cracks at me in any future episodes. It was just weeks, uh, several weeks of just nonstop every day at the gym, before, after work. It didn't wow. matter. I was just there. Good for you, cardio. though. That's yeah. really good for you. I knocked it it's, off. Uh, we should do that... Uh, we should do that with a podcast. We should have we, a personal <laughs> challenge right now. Both okay. of us. Okay. You want to do that? Cardio, buddy. Let's you do it. Try that. All okay. right. This is. I'm planting a flag <laughs> in the sand right here. Okay. Garrett and I are committed in okay. this new year to cardio and healthier eating and okay. exercise and getting in shape. Okay. All right. We're gonna do it. Okay. So. <laughs> Enough with the working out. Yeah, now we go to, to sick bay. We go to yeah. sick bay. It opens with a doctor going out of the question. Yes. And Neelix has come in to sick bay to tell the doctor that they should sleep there. And, and, uh, and he's kind of back by his office somewhere talking and, yeah. and the doctor, he's chasing the doctor back past the office and yeah. the doctor's going absolutely no way. And I thought, who are Neelix's friends hanging out with him in the background? Yeah. Who are those people? Who are those guys? I don't yeah. even know who they are. Right. Um, and uh, the doctor is is saying absolutely not. And then all of a sudden, Chakotay comes to the office. And what I thought was, where did he come from? Like, you can see all the way into sickbay. And I know that the door is to the right. So how did he all of a sudden appear in the office and coming through? He clearly he, beamed himself in. Well, no, I went back and watched it a couple of times because I'm like, where, right. where, where are they saying that yeah, it doesn't came make sense. from? Yeah. And I hear a door sound. Right. Uh, like a moment before he appears. Yeah. But you don't see him don't cross see him. the glass yeah. and come through. Right. So he was obviously waiting for a cue. Yeah, off he camera. was off camera. <laughs> he and they just went, the go. Door. <laughs> yeah. He and he in. stepped through, but yeah. it's impossible yeah. for him to have come in that way. <laughs> no, so, it doesn't make sense. And, no. Good eye. Look at you catching this and that. Yeah, he's coming and from it, like the surgical bay side of things, but the doors on the other side. So right. Right. It was and, a big cheat. And in my notes, this is where I write, now the scene turns into the butt scene, meaning the doctor says butt probably 57 times at this point because he's he's but, he's but, now talking to Chicotay and Chicotay is saying like, let him do it. He's side well, he's siding with with uh Neelix, right? Yeah, and the doctor's like absolutely. But, but 
but this is where I reside. But if, what if someone snores while I'm trying to listen to Puccini? But I'm a night person. I'm a night owl. And he's going through all this stuff. And then Chicote says that after the Puccini line, Chicote says, well, maybe we should consider other options. The doctor feels like he's won. He's so, he turns to Neelix and has this, this really huge grin, like, ha ha, look, it, it reminded me of two kids, you know, arguing <laughs> yeah. with their parent in front of the parent. And yep. then Chicote says like, uh, no, well, the other option would be uh, turning your program off shutting you off entirely until you're needed. And the doctor realizes he's lost and, mm -hmm. uh, and he's like, okay, fine. Um, you know, make yourself comfortable and, and just grinning through his teeth. He's not happy yeah. about it at all. Not yep. at all. So funny scene, Neelix. Yeah. It was a very funny scene. So Neelix mm -hmm. and his mystery friends are going to be sleeping <laughs> in sick bay. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Yeah. So we, we go to go to the bridge mm. and they can't find Tom and Harry. Janeway yeah. asks if they found them. Nope. They're no, not back no, yet. Nope. No sign of them. They're not back. And then Janeway suggests landing the ship on the planet that yeah. they really need this deuterium. And I'm like, wait a minute. She didn't suggest landing the ship to go save Tom and Harry. She's like, yeah. no, we need to land the ship because we need deuterium. They've we forgotten need to about save Tom the and deuterium. Harry. Exactly. Yes. What's more important, yes. deuterium or Tom and Harry? Deuterium. And so let's, yeah, let's yeah. land the ship. So Chicote takes the con. He's sitting at your chair. Did you, were you upset by that? I was a little bit. Yeah, I, I know was you like, were, B. And then, and then he goes, well, Tom's going to be sorry he missed this one. Right. And they go to code blue, our landing code, and yeah. they start to land the ship. And I'm like, I thought Tom was really needed for this kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> Clearly, Chicote can land the ship. Well, with that same notes because when you landed that ship in basic it was a part one deal. it was a huge deal and the chicote gets down there first of all when he swings your chair around he did it as if he as if he's done it a million times like mm -hmm. he's he knows it like the back of his hand and he lands it no problem and i did write down boy this really does not give credit to how difficult this was before no. that tom pulled this thing off and it was amazing and now chicote in his sleep pulls it off yeah, like it's exactly. nothing oh and on an m-class planet i mean on a, yeah, on on a, a y-class y planet, class yeah. planet. <laughs> on a demon planet he does it quicker and faster and easier no drama i know oh my yeah. goodness well you know what i don't even think ken biller was with us back then when you landed the ship so maybe ken didn't really do his research I think ken was there from the beginning he was just was a, he? yeah he was a story editor in the very beginning oh He's maybe a baby he writer didn't remember okay but, yeah uh, then Janeway comes down, puts her hand on his shoulder, yeah. kind of caresses his shoulder. Yeah. Does a uh, little JC moment. Yeah. Re repair crews should get yeah. started. And Good job. Great Chicote. job. Chicote. Great job. Chicote. The looks between them with the shoulder mm -hmm. caress was yes. a lot. Yes. And then she takes the con. He's going to, she says to Chicote, uh, you know, taking a away team and uh, try to go find Tom and Harry, I think here, yeah. but then she, he, he leaves and then she takes the con. So I guess anybody can, anybody fly, the can fly the ship at this point. Yeah. It's there's no there's no need for Tom anymore. No, no. Um, <laughs> we're in the corridor and Torres is approaching Chicote about joining this away team. Mm -hmm. And Chicote's not having it. He's like, no. And she's like, but I need, need to be cool there. Heads. Do you understand? Yeah, because she's, you know, she goes, Do you understand what it is when when someone you love is is in danger? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, and he's that like, was like, sweet. It was sweet of her, definitely, mm -hmm. that she wanted to be there for you. But Chicote wants cool heads. So that's when she mm -hmm. volunteers seven of nine because nobody's head is cooler than hers. Mm -hmm. It's true. She's, ice, she's like a, the Iceman. She is the Iceman. The Iceman. And I loved uh, Balana's line. 
when uh, just as Chakotay starts to go into the cargo bay to get suited up. Yeah. And she says, bring them back safe. Yes, and it's, a, it's a very sweet moment. It is a sweet he moment. smiles. So now we're in sick bay, and mm-hmm. the doctor is acting like a petulant child. I mean, he's humming on. He's making noise. And making noise. And Neelix is like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. trying to sleep. Yeah. And the doctor just keeps teasing him. And like, um, so Neelix decides, oh, okay, well, if I'm not going to sleep, Right. Then uh, maybe we should have a sing sing along. Sing along. <laughs> he <laughs> starts to sing at one point. He talks about we can sing, uh, you know, Klingon, some Klingon funeral dirge. Song. Yeah, yes, that's what they say. Klingon funeral dirge. Funeral dirge. And then Ethan Phillips starts to sing, which, which is, is so funny. So funny. So funny. It's it's bizarre singing that starts yeah. to happen, and the doctor's like, no, 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 you win, you win. Yeah. Yeah. Lights off. And I again. Being a computer program, it just it just bugs me that why would he be acting so petulant and so this is doesn't this is beneath him. This is not something that the doctor should be doing. So I have a little I have I take, you know, I take a little pause here and and I will say that it does bother me that the writers wrote him this way as a petulant child. I I, I know that it was more for comedic effect to show how funny this can be, but I think for as 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 advanced of a program that he is, he shouldn't be acting petty. You know, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't see it. As I don't petty. know. I think part to me that just all fits the character and he's, this program is developing. And, and I think the, uh, the dry version of like a data version just would have been a repeat of that. I think Bob and the writers really carved out uh, a, a, a unique and, and a different kind of character than we had on the show. I, I it never bothered okay. me. All right. That that never bothered me. It, well, it felt very I, I, much in character with, I, okay. with him. We can agree to disagree yes. on this one. All right. Planet surface. There are planet surface. Yes. yes. Seven yes. and Chicote are walking along the surface. Again, that red backdrop is super cool. They find the shuttle. Uh, first thing is they find the shuttle. Yeah. And seven says, well, they couldn't have survived uh, this long. You know, she's basically saying they're, they've got to be dead. Yeah. And uh, Chicote wants to keep looking this way and, he, he drops down, he sees footprints and he says, they, they must've come this way. So because <laughs> well, seven says, how did you, my sensors show nothing. And that's when he says, right. well, I guess you never assimilated any Indian scouts. So there you go. There is a little, a little, little Akuchi Moya joke there. Uh-huh. But my note here is I wrote down, are there only two environmental suits? Because you only, <laughs> because you see Harry and Tom in the suits, then you just see, you know, Chicote and Seven in them. Right. You never see like seven people or eight people wearing environmental suits walking around. They it's were expensive, like, those suits. I, I guess so. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. All right. Um, seven begins to collect a sample and Chicote mm-hmm. stops her. He's like, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's go find Tom and Harry first. But by the way, when they she starts collecting the samples, it's the first time I noticed that the rock walls in our caves were kind of translucent and they had put some light behind them. So it was mm. glowing kind of red, yeah. which I thought was super cool. It was a, yeah. a, a really cool way to distinguish this planet and kind of the right. energy of this planet that it's yeah. almost alive in a way. Yeah. It's different than our usual planets. That mm-hmm. we go to. But yeah, Chakotay wants to go find Tom and Harry first. Yeah. So I decided I like Chakotay better right now because <laughs> Seven wanted to abandon us and Chakotay wanted to find us. So yes my favorite right now yes and chakotay takes a step towards heading 
to where Tom, hopefully to find Tom and Harry and he slips or something gives way. Like it breaks. There's it a breaks tight the, shot yeah. of his foot, you know, a piece of the rock wall kind of crumbling underneath. Yep. And he starts to fall down into this deep chasm and he grabs that ledge and seven grabs him. Yep. She's struggling to pull him back up. And then, and then someone steps in a hand, a human hand comes in yes. and pulls mm. Chakotay up to safety. And lo and behold, it's Thomas Eugene Paris. <laughs> it's Tom Paris in his Starfleet uniform. No environmental suit. Yeah. He's just, he's standing there and feeling great. Yeah, like nothing like, has gone wrong. Like he just did a bunch of cardio. Yes. Is what like, he looked for. Like he'd been on a bike for a while. Yeah, and it, yeah looked, exactly. He's he fabulous. Happy, energized, happy. feeling yeah. good. It was a shocking moment. Right. We go to commercial break. We come back. We're still on the planet surface. Mm -hmm. And Tom is talking about how great he feels, how wonderful everything is. And I wrote down Tom's voice or Robbie's voice sounds different here. Did you notice that at all? I mean, I just, it just sounded different to me. And I don't know if you I don't were. Know, maybe it was just playing the energy of like the, the kind of manic energy. I wrote down maybe. Paris is manic here. So he was oh, definitely. Okay. It was definitely like That's high why it on, sounds different. on life. Yes. Yes. By the way, the, when we come back from the commercial, the first planet shot, I did a little research here as well. Yep. Uh, Dan Curry and Ron Moore, VizFX, Ron Moore, um, put together this planet, all the planet shots and the ship shots uh, with shots from Lone Pine. When we had gone to Lone Pine, they oh. took a bunch of photos that they had kept oh. and they used those photos, removed all the tumbleweeds and all of that stuff so that it didn't look like Lone Pine anymore. Okay. And they even composited some photos that they had taken from the pilot when we were out at the dry lake bed. Oh so my gosh. Uh, this planet was created from their files but mostly Lone Pine is what they used. Yeah. So these are repurposed shots mm -hmm. that they took yep. early, way, way, like years ago, basically. Mm -hmm. And then they reuse them for this one. Mm -hmm. Nice. Did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess your manic voice made <clears throat> me wonder, did you, you know, what's going on here? Because it seemed like completely, it wasn't even your voice. And now I know. Mm. Tom Paris is typically never manic. So when you yeah. played manic, which is maybe the first time you've ever been yeah, manic got, got in the like series. More youthful. It was like mm -hmm. he was reborn. Well, he yeah. literally- It sounded like you just taken a hit of oxygen and you were like, yes. hey, here I am. So yeah. I love Tom's line when he's explaining it all to him. Do you know what they say about your life passing before your eyes? Well, <laughs> it's true. I was finally getting past puberty when suddenly I lost consciousness. I love that. It's a good little line. joke there in the middle is life yeah. passing and i was finally getting past yeah. puberty finally. <laughs> uh, and, he, uh, and he passed out woke yeah. up and he was breathing normally and yeah. uh apparently like it was nothing yeah and seven says that apparently he has adapted to this environment yeah and tom's like take your helmets off guys yeah, it's, yeah. Gonna it's gonna feel great <laughs> Chicote knows better. Chicote is like yeah. Chicote is just he's he's such a I mean he's so deadpan that he's like, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> keep this stuff on, have fun. And because and at this point, this dichotomy between Chicote doing being on the mission and Tom being so like, I love everything, I'm in love with this planet and this air, yeah. and it's creepy. 
Because now you're wondering what yeah. is going on? Like, why yeah. is he able to do this? So as an audience member, mm-hmm. you're unsettled and you're unnerved by this scene, I feel, because mm-hmm. I was watching this going, what mm-hmm. is happening? So Tom is basically telling Chicote that he and Harry have found this huge cache of deuterium. Let's go find this deuterium. Let's, let me show you where it's at. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now we jump to engineering and Vorik is reporting to Torres saying that the transporter should be back online within the hour. And Torres says, well, more importantly, our life support, we've got to work on that. And Vorik says, oh yes, environmental systems will cease to function in two hours, meaning we're toast in two hours from mm-hmm. now. And he mentions, well, you know, I, I'm not going to lose my cool. And then Torres stops him. Like, where'd you hear? Why are you saying she that? goes losing your cool? Losing where your did cool. you pick up that expression? Yeah. Where? From who? Mr. Paris. Mr. Paris. And then Bolana's line reaction is, well, there's hope for you yet. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It was a Aww. nice line. It was a nice yeah. line. Vork's loosening up a little. Only thing that I was missing from Torres was the concern. I still wanted to see a little concern mm. on her face about the fact that Tom might be dead, right? I mean, she doesn't yeah. know what's going on with Tom yeah. and Harry, right? So that's the only thing. But it was cute that it was a Paris line that he was repeating. Yeah, right? Vork yeah. was trying to be a little like Tom Paris. Yeah, especially after for... trying to kill you in blood exactly. fever. Exactly. They're now, putting all that yeah, behind they put them. it behind. Yeah, it's all yeah. in the past now. They yeah. squashed it. Good. All right, so we go back down to the caves and uh, Chicote and Seven do find Harry and Harry is manic too. He's super oh enthusiastic. God. Harry, you know, he's yeah. so like, oh, this is wonderful. And Harry, I'm fine. And I want to stay. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. You know, this mm-hmm. is a wonderful place. Chicote disagrees. He wants both Tom and Harry to be checked out by the doctor. He says, you guys, mm-hmm. you guys got to go to sickbay. This is ridiculous. And, and they have found, and Harry says he has found 20 kilos of deuterium. Yes. So far. Yes. Which so, is a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go back to the bridge and I think it's the bridge. I yeah, wrote it's... down, maybe it's the bridge. It's so dark. <laughs> I don't know where we are, but it was it's the bridge. Club, it's it's not club Tuvok. It's club bridge. Now they're it actually was really yeah. dark. I think so it was dark. a little too dark personally. Cause mm-hmm. I couldn't see Janeway's face. I couldn't yeah. make out Tuvok. It was, it was really dark, right? But things are dire. Chicote calls they've got the deuterium transporters are coming back online they're yeah. going to beam them up yeah and uh the, then we cut to sick bay and the doctor's storming in and turning on lights he says check out time <laughs> yeah check out time computer turn lights to maximum illumination he says this <laughs> is like what's going on yeah and you think they're going to get back into the fight and and, and the doctor says tom tom and harry uh, are being beamed in um you know we need to check them out they need the beds the yeah we need the beds and neelix turns on a dime and he's like yeah. move, 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 move yeah he's yelling at everybody yeah get him out of there and he thanks the doctor and he says if you ever need a place uh, my doors are always open for you doc which makes which was, the doctor feel bad, which the, the, this is the only redeeming part of this, this scene, because like I said before, I did not like the doctor being so petty and rude and he's still being rude here. But the fact that Neelix is still open armed with him, he's, he's fighting. He learns a lesson yeah, about, he uses love more sympathetic. Yes. Yep. He uses love, love and empathy. Through. Love breaks through to the, the, the crabbiness of the doctor's great. crappy bedside personality. And it rudeness. was super sweet. And it I really, really kind of changed everything for the doctor. 
doctor too. Yeah. All right. Transporter room. Janeway is uh, now in the transporter room. She's actually doing the actual beaming. She never does that. She beams the away. She beams the away team back. And Harry and Tom uh, are on the front part of the transporter pad, and we have Seven and Chakotay in the back in their environmental suits. And the minute mm-hmm. they materialize, Harry and Tom start gasping for air to the point choking. that they fall down. They're choking. They collapse. It was down. a little dramatic. A little. I, I feel like you and I were a little. We we're a little on the on the uh, dramatic side with this. I do was. I don't I, think it was enough. I think we should have went even more. I'm kidding. I, it no. was dramatic. It was, yeah. it was pretty dramatic. It was way as dramatic. Jane was like, "Be in the sick bay. Be in yeah. the sick bay." Because they're so dramatic. They're being so dramatic. Two dramatic actors to sick bay yes. now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so now uh, we're in sick bay. The doctor figures it out. He erects a level seven force field around Tom and Harry and fills mm-hmm. the area with atmospheric gases from the planet. Thank you, doctor. They are able to breathe. We can breathe. We can breathe that poison gas. Yeah. This is weird. It's just so weird. Uh, the doctor explains that they've been bioformed. It's kind yeah. of like terraforming. Right. Like how we adapt a planet yeah. to suit our needs. Yeah. Uh, our bodies have adapted to suit the planets. Uh, yes, the bioforming. And, you know, that concept of terraforming, we understand that in Star Trek, definitely. And now he's just saying that the planet has adapted us to the planet which seems a little far-fetched actually when i think about that it's just like really is that really what happened i'm yeah. all in on this i like and then, this before he talks about the bioform there is that one exterior shot of the planet surface with voyager landed and mm-hmm. then you hear a captain's log supplemental and she says the doctor continues to investigate tom and harry whose condition seems as serious as it is strange that's what she says serious mm-hmm. as history and this is when we learned about the bioforming He's saying the fluid entered the bloodstream somehow and it began yep. altering the physiology of tom and harry at the cellular level and this is why we are now able to breathe these poisonous gases and then he says either we find a way to treat your condition or we'll have to leave you behind and if we're like what leave us behind what the what what the what what yeah we're a little shocked by that um now we're uh we go to commercial break come back we're still in sick bay janeway says can the bioforming process be reversed janeway says we're going to send chakotan seven back down to the planet surface to collect more information to try to help tom and harry harry suggests hey why don't I go down? I know that place like the back of my palm, mm-hmm. like the back of my hand. Yeah, like I'll back- go back down there and Tom can stay here and be the guinea pig. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of wanted why you, to you have, don't tease your buddies in the I, in the opening scene. I wanted your mouth to drop open like you did in the <laughs> briefing room, but you didn't do it. But it's no. still you were like, huh? Okay, so I volunteer you again to stay, mm-hmm. and I go down. We're on the planet surface. Seven is talking about how unappealing this planet is. She says it's monochromatic dust is all she sees. Oh my gosh! And yeah. then Harry's like, it's beautiful. It's I beautiful. See it's a dozen shades of red and gold. Yeah. And he gets real poetic in all this description yeah, of he's what definitely. he's seeing. He's yep. and he feels connected to this planet. Yeah. So we're we're definitely realizing he's high this, on the planet is what he's he is. connected. Yeah, it's like he's part of this planet. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they uh, Chakotay and Seven say that they they are picking up humanoid life signs dun, very dun, dun. close by. Yeah. What? So That's now we're not... wondering who could this be? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know. Back to this. It looks like the science lab is next. They're in the science lab. Yeah. Balana and Janeway are there analyzing this fluid with a mm-hmm. microscope kind of tool. Yeah. So they've got sort of these microscope type slides with the yeah. liquid on it. And, yeah. They realize um, it's organic. I'm like, wait a minute. This fluid isn't just fluid. There's there's properties to it that makes this an organic. They find uh, a protein it, molecule yes. in there. So they're like, yeah, this is organic. Yes organic properties mm-hmm. um balana uh, goes to pick up this slide that has a small sample of the fluid on it and this kind of mercury like fluid goes up and gets on her thumb rolls yeah. up on her thumb it moves on freeze her thumb. and and balana and janeway's like we need to get you to sick, sick bay, bay. Mm-hmm. and she goes maybe not and she lowers her thumb puts the slide back down and it rolls off of her thumb and back onto the slide and then when she, when they uh, a moment later when she pulls her hand away the liquid starts to turn into, into a her thumb, finger, yeah, into her thumb on yeah. on the slide. So creepy, <laughs> so creepy, mm-hmm. creepy, creepy, creepy. So now we're back on the planet's surface, and yeah. the they are following the life signs that Looking, were, de- were detected mm-hmm. on the on the tricorder on Seven's tricorder. Harry's in the lead. He's he's at point, and you 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 know the tight. There's a tight shot on Harry's face, and he's he's freaked out, and he's like commander and then they reveal it is tom and harry in their environmental suits passed out face down exactly where we left them mm-hmm. <laughs> from the earlier scene and it's a freaky it's a freaky realization yeah this we, is yeah yeah it was very freaky there's uh, there's tom and harry's environmental suits so who is harry who yeah. is this harry who's fake right. harry right we're, we're gonna need to start calling them fake harry and fake, fake tom, harry sure. and fake tom exactly but or duplicate cut- harry duplicate tom right. yeah Okay. We cut out to the surface and we see the ship, but there's this pool of that metallic compound liquid underneath mm-hmm. the whole ship. And yeah. we realize the ship is starting to sink. Like the, yeah. the, the planet itself is kind of swallowing up and trying to absorb this ship. The ship, right. Janeway, yeah, Tuvok is on the bridge and he's telling the, the captain because they can feel the ship, there's something's the happening. The ship is right? shaking. Yeah, it's yeah. moving. Yeah, she's still in the science lab with with uh, with Torres, mm-hmm. and Janeway says, "Look, we gotta leave. We gotta get out of here." We jump back to the planet surface. Harry does not want to go, and uh, Janeway calls down and says, "Okay, we gotta beam you up. We're gonna do this this wide scattered, you know, beam to beam mm-hmm. all of you up." And Harry's like, "Nope, nope, I'm not doing this," and he runs away from the beam the beam up, and only four are beamed up. Harry's not there. Um, we're back on the bridge and the ship is continuing to sink. We are unable to take off. Janeway is trying. I love Janeway's Janeway's line here when, you know, Harry's run off, duplicate Harry's run off. Yeah. And Janeway has a line where she says, you know what? We'll worry about Harry or whoever he is. Whoever he is. Whoever he is. (laughs) Once we're up. So she's like, yeah, Yeah. she doesn't like duplicate Harry. No, she doesn't. She she doesn't like duplicate anything, but especially not duplicate Harry. Janeway calls the engineering and says, look, I need thrusters online now. Vorek says, "Uh, that's going to take half an hour. And of course, Mm -hmm. we're still sinking deeper and deeper into this quicksand of liquid. And by the way, so Janeway was going to pilot a ship off the planet. So again, Chakotay can fly it. Janeway can fly. Yeah. I guess they don't ever need Tom Paris ever again he'll I guess just your go. job is just to be a nurse now dude you're gonna yeah, be nurse paris so. unfortunately so. yeah how dare they sick bay um doctor treats uh real harry and real tom janeway tells the doctor that the fluid has mimetic properties it can mime or mimic whatever it touches 
Tuvok hails Janeway and says that they are ready to try the Nadion burst, which they do. And immediately it affects Duplicate Tom. And Duplicate Tom is like, ah! He goes, what are you doing? Die! Doubles yeah. over in pain. Painful. And then Painful. And Duplicate Harry hails calls Janeway. Janeway from the surface yeah. and begs her to stop. Stop! And... And Janeway says she, you know, needs more information. Right. Um, and he goes, I don't know anything. I've only got this feeling, you know, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. She orders uh, fake Harry to beam aboard and help her figure this out. And yeah. so they beam him aboard inside. Uh, they've also set up a containment, containment field, field around so he can breathe. That's right. And That's right. Harry beams into transporter room and Janeway's like, uh, you've got to release the ship and then harry says we can't do that yeah we well, she's what like, the we <laughs> i don't remember the scene at all i'm like what yeah. the scene is this it's all harry and janeway and here i am on the pe- on the transporter pad saying we uh, talking about the silver blood experienced awareness for the very first time through the duplication of tom and harry and this is what gave it you know, awareness, essentially. The and silver wants, blood is alive. It's alive. It's experiencing yeah. sentient, yes, mm-hmm. awareness. And the silver blood, they want to duplicate the entire Voyager crew, basically. They want yeah. to, Janeway says, you want to populate this planet. You want to duplicate well, the crew and populate this planet. Yeah, the argument is Janeway wants the, the silver blood to release Voyager because it's not. It's further, it's sinking further and further, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so Janeway comes up with the compromise. She's like, Look, if you release us, what if you I yeah, what if you I, don't need the body? You don't need us. You just, yeah, you can duplicate. You don't need us and the ship. You can duplicate. You can duplicate the bodies by just having the DNA. So let me DNA samples. That's let it. me talk to the crew, see if they're willing. Because if that's the case, you can duplicate the rest of us, and then boom, you have an entire crew that can remain that on the populate planet. Populate your planet. Populate the planet. Be- begin. Yes. yes. And, and you can you can have our DNA. Go ahead. Yeah. Janeway says, assemble the crew in Cargo Bay One, and then I, she's got a line in here where she says, it's time to meet your new family. Yeah, it was like, Harry, oh, okay. <laughs> so then uh, we're on the bridge, Voyager takes off. Exterior shot of the planet surface with Voyager taking off and all the duplicated crew are milling around, just standing uh-huh. around yep. on the planet, sur- on the prairie, and they're just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the prairie. Oh, on the prairie and Voyager the takes demon off. prairie. Yeah, and that's the end of it. Yeah, and so we leave behind an entire duplicate crew. My goodness, of Voyager, which is kind of creepy. It's super creepy. And uh, I, by the way, so they duplicate the entire crew. Mm. What about the Doctor? They can't yeah, duplicate the Doctor, and no. so he's left behind. I mean, sorry, they're what? left behind. <laughs> they're left behind without, without a, doctor. a Doctor. Is yeah. my point. Yes. So I guess Paris is going to have to become the Doctor. Duplicate hey. Paris is gonna yeah it's good enough he has the knowledge he's good enough he's good enough he'll take care of him okay okay uh what was your theme (laughs) my theme for this i wrote down yeah don't give your friends shit because there's (laughs) consequences don't tease your friends people because there will be consequences okay (laughs) it may just seem like silly little banter to you when you tease your friends but you may end up on a demon planet 
So really, so really you, need to, so you need to qualify that. You, you need to say, don't tease your friends if you happen to be crew members on a Starfleet <laughs> vessel is what you're That's trying right. to say. That's right? what I'm okay. saying. That's I got gotcha. you. That makes okay. perfect sense. My my lesson was stay away from Y-class planets. Yes. Is what I said. And then I said a side one, a side lesson was live and let live, which is what Janeway did at the very end. Mm-hmm. Right? Sort of mm-hmm. like, hey, people want to do this and get duplicated. Go ahead. Let them let them do their thing. You know, I like it. Yeah. Just let this let this silver liquid blood live. And that's what she did. She didn't attack it or blow it out of the, you know, she didn't send, mm-hmm. she didn't phaser it, shoot photon torpedoes at it. She just let them live. So let live and let live. Live and let live. There you go. Okay. I okay. like it. All righty. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to listen to Robbie and I banter on about this episode that had this Tom was and a Harry fun banter. Episode, it was I, a fun episode. I can't really believe was. I did not remember any of this. I, I mean, know. and I it's still okay. only had vague memories as okay. we watched it. So but it was really fun to watch. I enjoyed it. Was. It I was. Me too. Uh, join us next week when Robbie and I will review, discuss, and banter about the episode <laughs> one. One is the episode. Uh, that we will be talking about next week. Yes. Okay, then. (laughs) Patreon patrons, join us for your bonus material. See you next week, everyone. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.